Welcome to another episode of Fortinet Live. I'm Rick Peters, the CISO for Operational Technology for North America. And today I'm joined by David Cahoon. He's the Chief Technology Officer of Red Bison Technologies Group. And, uh, you know, we're here to chat about uh, topics that are a favorite of both of ours, and that's business activity and cybersecurity concerns relating to digitally connected buildings, campuses, and even cities. Welcome, David. Rick, thanks for having me on today. Look forward to the conversation. Oh, likewise. Uh, let's let's go right in. Let's dive into our, our, our favorite areas of topics of conversation. And I'll start by asking you a question. It's kind of a good level set segue. How about telling us a little bit about trends that impact your industry and some context as what is key uh, for those who may not really be familiar with this space? Yeah, so Red Bison has a network as a service that we provide to high-rise buildings, multi-tenant unit, multi-family units, um, apartments, condominiums, um, typically in larger cities, but we're doing mid-cities as well. But what we're seeing today, we had COVID and everybody left the office. So everybody was working from home and there wasn't a lot of people in, in these types of buildings. And now they're all coming back. And so uh, one of the trends we're seeing is, is how do we attract these, these people back into our building, but how do we do it securely? How do we do it safely? How do we make that technology experience really, you know, really attractive for people to come back into the office? Because some will come back full time. Some are going to come back a hybrid. They're going to be in some time and, and at home still. And then there's going to be people that are going to remote logging in and doing things like that. So that space now has really transformed from a, a very bespoke outcome in, inside a building to now being a more seamless, holistic type network that really um, adds value to not only the building, but to the tenants. And whether that be for family units, people living in their, their apartments or condominiums, um, and just supporting if they're at a business and, and how they do that. So we're seeing to make that application, those, those safety measures and do things, touchless access, uh, touchless screens, touchless elevators, and all of these are like OT, IOT type sensory type systems and applications now that are being put in buildings. And all this is adding a tremendous amount of a, you know, attack surface when we add all of these components on this network. Um, so one of the things we do with Fortinet um, is, is bring in the ability to look at a single fabric, a security fabric that gives us a holistic view and really simplifies that architecture. So a property owner can do a lot of wonderful things with his building, with the current things he has, with the future applications he's going to need. And more importantly, all these IoT and OT sensors, because frankly, there's a lot of concern on the security of all these things they're doing. Great things will happen in buildings. Some cool things will happen. But, but how do you actually secure that solution? So, so that is, those are seem, some of the major trends we're seeing as people are coming back in into buildings. Yeah, it's interesting. It, it sounds like, you know, a lot of discovery, clearly, right? And, and post-pandemic, you know, all, the, the stakes are higher, right? We're trying to figure out what that new normal is going to look like. And, and certainly connected buildings and all the infrastructure and the systems of systems uh, pose a great challenge. And I think uh, balancing in, in that is, is trying to improve the customer experience as well. You know, um, what's top of mind, though, in terms of supporting your business as a technology leader at Red Bison? 
you know, the uh, as a network as a service company, um, you know, that network at the end of the day is the nervous system in all the building for us. Um, when we look at IoT and OT security right now, um, we want to be able to segment those segments into 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 areas that make sense for, for a business. First of all, it's still got to operate. We'll talk a little bit maybe about the zero trust architecture and some of the things that Fortinet's now doing with zero trust. But but those types of activities, the network and, and all of these other applications in IoT and OT and, and different sensors that we put in a building, um, being able to make those work and secure those those technologies um, in a manner that makes sense because they still got to operate and it's got to be a way that people can consume them um, is really top of my mind. You know, I, I like that analogy about the nervous system. Uh, that's the first time I've heard it in the context of OT, and I, but I like it because I think it, it is a great illustration of the dependence of the different, formerly disconnected, but now we know very connected, whether directly or not, we understand that, that it, it poses a different kind of an attack surface, right? So it's uh, a lot to keep track of. With that in mind, what cybersecurity trends are top priority for you? When we talk about a building and some things that have happened to buildings, we'll just well, let me talk a little bit about some of the attacks that have happened against buildings. They've gone and attacked elevators, so they don't work. So now not being able to use your elevator, you now can't get to your office, you can't get to your apartment. Um, that's a huge outage for, for a property owner. People don't want to have that in their building. So they activists and bad actors and people like that um, are doing that. They're they're. They're attacking these these elevators and making them not work in an expected manner. Um, they're turning on even a more destructive way. They're, they're turning on the fire systems, fire alarm systems, breaking into those and turning water on. And so now you have this huge multi-million dollar um, restoration happening in a building because somebody with their IoT or OTs got, ap got access into those systems and did that. Same thing with shutting down heating and temperature and cooling. You don't want the AC not working in summer, and you definitely want the heat working on in winter. But these are the contacts we see in buildings nowadays. And being able to separate, segment, and secure those um, is top of mind for everybody. Um, you know, they want, as a, as a property owner or property management team, you know, that, that maintaining leases and maintaining those customers or tenants inside their building is, is their prior their highest priority and making sure that the building operates in an expected manner um, is really key so having the ability to take a look at every one of those platforms connected through that nervous system segment them put controls around them and then be able to get feedback from them from an from analytics you know that is huge for us as as the network providers and more importantly those those property owners are seeing that you know that that those attacks today are, are, are not diminishing. They're, they're, they're gaining today. So that is a huge thing for us. Yeah, that's a very familiar ground, right? You, you echoed an abiding principle of most operational technology leaders, and that is safety and continuous trusted operations at all times. That's just sort of the overarching got to have. And now we're thinking about it from the standpoint of building that trust with property owners and the tenants, right? So it's 
sort of top to bottom, making sure that we are delivering the kind of assurance that they can trust those systems. And I love the ones you named because that's just all the stuff you would expect to work. You know, let's pivot for a second and talk a little more specifically about the proliferation of edges and devices and data. How does that affect your overall cyber strategy? Yeah, data is growing <laughs> in exponential numbers today. The more devices we put out there, I don't know what the latest one, 20 billion, 30, 40, I don't know. It's, it's billions of devices that are increasing every, every year. And so um, they all create data. <laughs> that data goes somewhere. And so your HVAC, your, your AC systems, your heating systems, your cooling systems, your lighting systems, your EV systems, electronic vehicle systems, all of those things are all creating data all day long. And they're in all of these buildings. Every part of those have built, have data. Forget the IT. We haven't even mentioned anything about IT inside a building. Let's just right. talk about the sensors. Um, but all of that data is moving around. And so securing that edge is is huge. We put forty gates inside our buildings for for a, for a really good reason. Um, you know, we we want to definitely be able to ha have some segmentation inside that building. More importantly, we want to have all that, you know, malware detection, intrusion prevention, intrusion detection systems, just next generation firewall services. All of those things have to be there, and then protecting the data. You know, how do we put in the control systems to actually protect data? Because people are moving that hybrid. A lot of people were in the cloud for a while. We had data centers, and now we have this hybrid where there's edge, and people are using a lot of edge inside buildings. So, yeah, it's uh, it's a huge point we look at. We definitely want it to be secure, and um, there are definitely ways of doing that better in a building today than than previously has been done. Yeah, I, I'm pleased to to hear you amplify uh, this, this focus on data, right? It's, it's clearly the commodity of interest in, in, from a number of parties, right? Obviously, uh, the property owner and the tenants who have expectations of, of performance and, and intelligence and information that improves their experience, whether they're, it's a residence or a commercial property. And, and, and likewise, uh, you know, the, the growth and the dependence right on the infrastructure uh, continues to, to just expand. I think the last time I looked, just for operational technology alone, we knew we would exceed over 4 billion devices in the next two to three years. So, it, you know, that growth no, not going anywhere but up. And I'm, I'm, I'm glad to hear that you're really focused on that because I think we forget that it is about protecting the intelligence, the information, the data, whether it's at rest or in transit. It's, uh, that's, it's a 24-7 continuous to trust assessment job. Hey, let's talk about uh, the threat landscape a little more. How does the shifting threat landscape today impact your cyber strategy? Yeah, so again, the, one of the big reasons Red Bison chose Fortinet was its platform. That security fabric that gave us the ability to operationalize our security from a single point of view, and more importantly, when we do patching and when we do updates and we do these other types of activities when we do things, we've set a policy and we send it out and it sends it to every one of our systems because we're a Fortinet shop. That alone, in my 35 years being a security kind of guy, military and government and now the civilian world, um, 
that alone, have not having to have an army of 30 people trying to figure out 28 different systems because one patch broke six. Now we've got to go patch 16 other things and then we have to regress test four other things and do 16, five, you know, it, it just got to the point where it just didn't make sense. So for us, having that fabric, being able to be confident about a policy change or an update or a patch within the entirety of our structures. And we cloud-based that thing because we have multiple buildings and we can just push a button and it simplifies our operations tremendously. So that was probably, when I look at the threat landscape, why we did some of the things we did um, and how, where we were going to spend our time and how much capital we were going to spend in there because the less human capital, the more we can invest in our, in our network and in our, in our ability to please customers. And so that was a huge win for us by using this platform. You know, it's interesting. I'd say the equilibrium of an ecosystem's ability to adapt is really important. I heard you kind of almost infer that, right? Have, you have to be agile, adaptable. Uh, be able to continue to provide the kind of platform readiness because we know the the domain is going to change. It's very dynamic, right? That's the very nature of what we're talking about, connected buildings, connected campuses. We know it's not static. So I think that's a great catch. Hey, a final question here I'd like to ask is, how would you advise your peers when it comes to securing the evolution of the edge going forward? You know, it's... Um... First of all, I think the realization has become a very complex place now. I think that's the first understanding is it's become complex. You know, when I came from high tech and then I was like, well, how can a building be high tech? You know, it's got a heating and lighting. It's become high tech. Those buildings are much more technology savvy and much more technologies inside those places. So just the first fact of it, admit that they're complex. Second thing is, is that, um, when you're looking at infrastructure and architecture and all the things, make sure security is part, just make sure security is part of that. And I recommend Fortinet, but hey, make sure that you have some security architect type person um, with you when you're looking at your infrastructure and architecture. Even though there's a lot of cool whiz things out there, hey, I can do mood lighting, I can do you know, my shades control, and I can do all sorts of facial stuff, and all these things are great. But if they're not secure and they're attacked and you can't use them and they don't have expected outcomes, that is not a win. So I guess, you know, simplistically, um, plan your architecture accordingly with not only the infrastructure, but the security involved with it and, and do it in a holistic manner when you're, when you're doing it. And then take a look at long term. What are you trying to achieve? Because, as you mentioned earlier, it, that was a great catch. It's not static. This place changes every day. The attack vectors are changing every day. Things are going to change. So having that forethought of what is my infrastructure look today and tomorrow? What's my security going to look like today and tomorrow? And how can I do simplifications of it? Because you can't spend all your day looking at only one node. It, it just, there's many. Yeah, well, I, you know, I really appreciate your vision and your willingness to kind of put yourself out there because obviously uh, we can expect a whole lot more. And uh, it's a privilege today to be able to have a conversation with a subject ex expert like you from, from Red Bison as we explore, right, the, the road ahead and improving operational technology and the services that we must have 
in that part of the large array of verticals that are our cyber physical. Everyone, thank you for taking the time today to join us and, and listen in on this conversation with David and I. We look forward to the, to the next conversation in the future. This has been Fortinet Live.